this is Prophecy Now. I'm Liberty, your host from Spirit Move Ministry. Let's just jump in and talk about times and seasons, prophecy, everything that God's doing right now, and what we need to be preparing for. Enjoy the show. Hey guys, this is Liberty from Prophecy Now and Spirit Move Ministries. It's awesome to have you listening here on Prophecy Now podcast. I would like to remind you of our Dream Talks deal that we have going on right now. I have an eight-session Dream Talks e-course that I have for sale through spiritmoveministry.co. You have received the first session for free here on Prophecy Now. I would like to offer two coupon codes for those who are Prophecy Now listeners. The first coupon code is PROPHECY10 with a capital P. This will be 10% off either Session 1 or Session 2, basically Dream Talks 1 or Dream Talks 2. Each have four sessions. Or you can bundle it and use the coupon code PROPHECY15 to receive 15% off the bundle of Dream Talks 1 and 2. I hope that you guys will take advantage of these discounts and be blessed by the e-course. And it's awesome to have you as a listener to our Prophecy Now podcast. Hey guys, it is Liberty from Spirit Move Ministries. I am currently on my way to the airport very slowly to get to my flight to Arizona. And evidently, there's a lot of traffic this morning, so it's taking longer than expected. So I'm hopping on and recording a word. Um, I felt like the Lord really wanted me to get on and share um, an angelic visitation dream that I had um, basically about a week ago. And, uh, and then a word he woke me up with to go with the dream. Sometimes he does it all in one night, and you guys know, or he gives me something and I just let it sit and brew. And... Um, so the dream was brewing. I'm like, okay, God, what, what am I fully doing with this? And then yesterday morning, he gave me the word to go with it. And um, we're driving. This should be fun. It's Florida. Um, every time I'm in a car recording, something weird happens with the traffic. And we've established in Florida that the light is green, but nobody's going. We're on the freeway right now. But we've established that when we're not on the freeway, the light is green, but nobody's moving. And we've also figured out, you guys have to hear my funny stories. We also figured out there is quite a few, we, no, we're tired people here. We love you. You're beautiful and amazing. But don't drive 30 in a 70. That's all we ask. Because that has happened to me and like three other people. And we almost had a pile up. And, um... There was somebody on the freeway that was too old to be driving, and that this it was 70 in the freeway. That was the speed limit, and everybody was going like 75 as usual, you know, um, a little bit over or whatever. And uh, all of a sudden, in our lane, out of nowhere, there's somebody driving like literally 20 miles an hour in the middle of the freeway on a lane. You'll die doing that. You can't do that. And so. Um, uh, the person in front of me, there was two people in front of him and they barely stopped in time. He didn't, he almost didn't stop. He almost didn't make it. And, um, uh, literally, uh, ran off the road 
to keep me from plowing into him. Um, so praise Jesus that he was paying attention because he then he went off into the ditch to avoid me hitting him. So um, these are the things I attract, you guys. Car accidents and um, people who've been drinking. So this is what happens. Okay, so um, you might see some weird things happening as we're driving, but at least I'm not driving. See, my assistant's driving. Woo! Okay, um, um, amen for that. Okay, so back to my angelic dream. Um, uh, and basically I had an um, angelic visitation and as I said, I didn't know what the Lord was gonna have me do with it. Um, I released it to our staff um, just to encourage them because I knew it would, it would really bless them. And um, so I released it to our staff and uh, they were so blessed by it. And then yesterday morning or in the night, he woke me up um, a week later um, with a song playing in my spirit. And then when I woke up, I was like, okay, God, what are you saying with this song? And um, he basically gave me a word about the angels and it went with the dream, okay? And so that's what I'm on to release is my angelic visitation. Um, now, for those of you, if you've not been following me for a while or you're new, those who have will know um, God's been taking everybody through a tremendous amount of different seasons. And um, we've had, since 2020, the wake up and shake up, if you wanna call it, um, uh, the Lord was giving me words about stuff coming as shaking before. He had given me a word in October 2019 about the shaking. And he was like, Liberty, my people need to wake up. They're not doing what I'm telling them to do. Um, they're, they're not my pure bride. They're not um, on fire. Uh, the Holy Spirit is not welcome everywhere. So there's things that I need to do because my body has to be in full unity. They have to be in agreement on their call, their purity, and my plan as my for them as my bride. And so um, he said, I gotta get everybody on board. And so that's been stuff he's been speaking to me for four years, you guys know that. And so basically, um, through these seasons, we've seen people get exposed. It's still gonna be more, you guys, because God is cleansing his house. Um, we've seen um, uh, spouses, marriages split up that you never would have thought. Um, uh, I mean, there's so many things that have happened and it leaves people going, what the heck, you know? But you need to understand um, like I said, if you've been following me for a while, you know, the wheat and the tares, you guys, this is the time of separation. Um, the bride, the remnant that he's coming back for is not going to be half in, is not going to be only part way in. They're going to be all the way in. They're going to know who they are. They're going to be boots on the ground. They're not going to play games. They're not going to mess around with uh, evil, lust, pornography. They're not going to live in the ways of the world. They're not going to live in pride and selfishness and greed. Um, basically, read Jude 1. And you know I released uh, a de demon visitation word about the man of glass. Um, and I can't go into all that. But the man of glass was an experience I had where I saw a demon shaped like a man and he was about eight foot tall. And so then 
last year, I had a dream about the man of glass after however many years. I hadn't had that dream since I was, or the first vision I saw of the, of the demon was like when I was 16. And so, um, all of a sudden I have this dream and the man of glass is there and I wake up and God said, Liberty, the man of glass has returned. And I'm like, oh man, who is the man of glass, Lord? Who is this man? What does this demon represent? And so I waited and I sat on it. And then all of a sudden he woke me up all night long with Jude one. So you're kind of getting two words for one. I hope you guys love this. You know, I got to give you some prep. Okay. Um, but he gave me Jude one. And he said, Liberty, what Jude is talking about in the end times, you know, the rebellion of Korah, the way of Cain, the greed, the lust, he said, those three things in there are the man of glass. And the Lord said, he's coming back, Liberty, and he's going to attack a mighty assault on my people. And my people are going to be tested to see how much they're walking in the flesh. Are they going to choose the spirit? Or are they going to choose lust? Are they going to choose what I have for them? Or are they going to do their own thing because they're following pride, competition, and lust? And so he is not coming back for a remnant that's, that's in competition with other ministries. We are all to be on the same page, but we all have different gifts. We all have different things to release. And just so you understand, like for me, um, I don't have jealousies on other ministries, other prophets, or other apostles. There's, there's, why? They're doing their call. Now, yes, sometimes there could be people that are false. We do need to pay attention to that. But at the same time, my job and my, cannot, and your job cannot be to be distracted uh, by others through jealousy or competition or needing to measure up or trying to feed the spirit of rejection. That's a big one, you guys. I'm throwing a lot in here because I just feel like this is what the Lord is saying. I'm rolling with the glory, okay? You already know that's how I roll. And so um, what Jude is talking about, some of those things come from hurt. And I released a prophetic uh, word about that over the body of Christ. Sometimes it comes from hurt. Sometimes it comes from um, rejection. You get rejected in a massive way. So then after that, instead of getting true inner healing and deliverance that you need, um, you don't get everything you need. And so you spend your life after that. All your decisions are based on feeding the spirit of rejection. What that means is you become competitive and then everything becomes about proving to the person who rejected you that you're not that person. When the whole time God has never said you're that person, you're believing a lie. So then you make choices that were not of God because you felt rejected and you just want to feel good. And for a guy, it would be like stroking your ego. For a girl, I don't know, it could be like uh, you're rejected. So then after that, you go get fake body parts. I'm being real, you guys. That's not the bride. That's not the bride. Um, we are never to devalue ourselves to the point where then now we're walking in pride and lust and competition. Okay, so moving along, God's been walking us through that. But at the same time, you guys know, over the last year, year and a half, our testimony of my ministry and other people's testimony has been that God has been pruning and removing. And the Lord has given me so many words about uh, the storm coming, 
um, the waves are coming, that the waves are going to come a blessing, provision, and beauty, and the glory. But then also, when when the waves come, you guys, <clears throat> it cleans things out. And sometimes we're not ready for what God reveals to us and shows us, and the people He has to remove that get flushed away, that get pruned off. It can be very hurtful. And so there's a reason I'm leading into all this because this is how it's become this word for you and this angelic dream and visitation that I had, okay? Um, many of you have contacted us and you're like, man, I lost this friend. Um, uh, my husband left, my wife left. Um, you know, all these things have happened to me. These They consider them bad things. But the reality is, um, in Christ, there's nothing bad. Paul was very clear. Whatever it seems like is a loss to me is a gain in Christ. So we have a gain, you guys, in Christ, no matter what he, when he prunes, it's to bring more fruit. It's to make room for the more. Um, anybody who's a gardener or who does any of that kind of stuff, um, taking care of plants or gardens or whatever, you have to debreed it. You have to remove the dead. You otherwise, um, you guys are getting a lot right now and I hope you're blessed by this video. Watch the whole thing for real. Um, we spend our whole time feeding branches that are dead, feeding things that are dead. God has already said, that's not for you. That's not what you're supposed to be putting time into. I have taken that from you for a reason. Let it go and shut the door. And as you know, God moved me through all these different words that, that came about, about pruning. Um, then he started talking to me about the open doors that are coming, but that he has to shut old doors to open new doors. So what that means is sometimes we've shut a door, but we have not shut it with joy. We have not allowed ourselves to be fully healed from the past so we can move forward to the open door. And so um, I'm not the only prophet. Uh, Nate Johnston, he released a couple of words similar to mine around the same time saying that, you know, we have all these open doors. His words are different. You know, he releases differently, but he's right on point. And so um, there's open doors before our people, before the people. But the Lord is saying, you've got to leave, you've got to let the final door shut behind you. Like you've got to let whatever it was hanging on you, the baggage, whatever, let God have it and move forward. Um, he's a little less sassy than me about it. I'm a little more straight up. So, uh, but it's our personalities, okay? I can't stop being me. So, um, and there's been times I've questioned you know, being super real and being just straight up and being Liberty. Okay. But as soon as I do, I get a visitation from the Lord in a dream where he tells me to be, be who you are, Liberty. This is how I made you. Uh, there's people that will listen to you because of you're real. And so, um, I'm going to keep being me and I want everybody to keep being who they are. But the reality is, is whatever form you receive the message, the message has been the same across the board with almost all the prophetic people that are trusted, okay? And um, I will tell you, now I'm about to tell you about my visitation, okay? 
but I wanted you to be ready because God wanted you to understand the beauty and the impact of this word on your soul, your spirit, your heart, your mind, your, your old rejections, whatever they are. Okay. Um, he wants you to see his view of it. And so, um, basically we know it's not easy to close doors. The Lord knows that you guys, he knows open doors are beautiful, but shutting old doors, letting God separate the wheat and the tares and letting the tares go is, is heartbreaking. And it's not easy. And I will also add this a couple, it was only like two people, but they had questions in my one video that the Lord gave me, um, about, um, the Lord bringing cleansing and a part of the pruning that sometimes you have to let mom and dad go, brother, sister, a spouse, and then other people, everybody that, that is in a happy, healthy, good Christian marriage, 100% understood. And they were like, yep. And then there was a couple of people and I love you. And so this is for you because you were like, well, you were like, what do you, what does that even mean? Leave, you know, you might have to leave a spouse behind as a part of Jesus saying to follow me. You have to leave, you might have to leave your family or whatever to follow me. And, um, so let me clarify that many understood because they're in a good whole pure Christian marriage. Perfect. No, that ain't, that is not reality. You guys, um, but because they know what it means to be in the right relationship, they fully understood what I was saying. But those that are in troubled marriages were like, what, what does that even mean? I'm fighting for my marriage. Okay. So let me tell you, I love you. Jesus loves you. But what, what he meant by that when he added spouses in there is how many people have you seen in the last since 2020, especially, and the exposures have happened, how many marriages have split up? How many pastors have been exposed? How many men have left their wives or wives have left their husbands of people of over large ministries that are known? There's been several. So basically, God's not saying you're the one walking away from the spouse. What he's saying is when it comes to that point where the separation happens in in the spirit, separation of the wheat and the tares, and you're broken and you're hurt, you've got to be able to let that person go and move forward with Jesus. You've got to be able to let the pain of rejection go and move forward with Jesus. That's what Jesus is referring to when he says spouse. Some people, we've lost our spouses and we have to move forward without them. And we can't sit and cry and fight for something that God has not said is his will or uh, let it destroy our life. He doesn't want it to destroy us. So it's this simple. Follow me. Keep obeying. Healing comes. Everything that you need comes. It's not about the not having the spouse anymore or what does that even mean? No. God wants you to fight for your marriage. He wants you to work through things that are workable that he says are his will. But just like Kenan Bridges and other people that have released words about marriages, some people marry gates of hell. Everything else always going wrong. And you're like, what is going on? It's because you married a gate of hell. You married someone, you're unequally yoked. You should have never married them. They're not God's will. And so here's where people, you guys, this is turning into a very good thing. I'm saying a lot of really good things. And that is not about me because it's all Jesus. Okay. I'm just a vessel. But um, 
you need to understand, and I know you guys, this is going to be very hard for some of you to hear because marriage is a beautiful covenant. It is a wonderful thing, but you need to know not every marriage covenant is of God. Everyone who gets married, it is not of God. So, um, and this is why marriage counseling, I have counseled people before marrying them. Okay. So, and I've said to them, do you both, you have to all be on the same page. Okay. Everybody has to be on the same page on how you're going to live for Christ. You're in union with Christ. You're saved. You're delivered. You're, this is the walk you're going to do. Like everybody has to be on the same page on serving Jesus. Otherwise you're unequally yoked. And I will tell you this right now. It is not of God. We never, I would never in, in my premarital counseling, encourage anybody to marry someone who does not want to serve God when they're a sold out on fire believer. Most pastors would never do that. They would tell them you're unequally yoked. And so what I'm saying is if you marry someone, nobody helped you to understand not to marry them and you're unequally yoked later during the separation of the wheat and tares, which is all happening right now, this spouse could disappear because they really don't want to serve Christ. They really don't want to do anything. They want to be, they're just a gate of hell and they were never meant to be. Okay. So I hope this helps you understand. Um, I can't go into all that, but I, I feel like I needed to throw that in there for those of you fight for your marriage, get God's wisdom on it. The Lord's not saying, uh, everybody walk out on your marriages. It's not like that. Some people walk out, they're the ones that walk out or they walk out because they just don't want to serve Jesus and they want to live in sin. And so when that's happening, you can't stay married to that person. Something has to happen because it's not of God. What's happening is not of God. Okay. He doesn't have bondage for you. He doesn't have abuse for you. He doesn't have you living with someone who, who treats you like dirt and wants to live in sin and doesn't doesn't want to respect you or honor you or cherish you and maybe abuses your children or whatever. That's not what God has for you. And so I know I might be offending some people, but I'm here to tell you getting married doesn't make it of God. Every marriage is not of Christ. Okay. Um, because a lot of people get married that are not saved. So you don't even really know if it was of God or not because you're not asking him because you are not living for him. Okay. So I hope you understand what I'm saying. Okay. You guys for real, I hope you're listening through this whole thing and you're being truly blessed. Okay. So now on to the angelic visitation. Um, the Lord just needs you to understand and be encouraged that he knows the pruning is hard. He knows, um, that uh, everyone all day long. And you know, I've released the word about new beginnings. The Lord's like, my people need to understand there's people that are not understanding a new beginning, how a new beginning looks to me, how I feel about the new beginning. Um, they see the pain, they see the rejection, they see the loss of that job, or they see the loss of that spouse, or they see the loss of a prodigal child or a prodigal aunt or uncle or mom or dad, someone who walks away from the Lord. They're feeling the loss and not understanding the beauty of a new beginning. And so this is where I got visited by an angel, okay? So just so you understand my life, everywhere I've lived, there's angelic activity in my houses. So they come in different forms. 
I've had them wake me up singing a song. Um, I've had them, uh, I've heard them in other parts of my house, um, messing with something and waking me up to let me know and acknowledge they were there, there and they're active. Um, I've had a glory mist show up in my house very much over and over. Um, and which will happen when you're at Moravian Falls also. And silver and gold dust almost every single day, pretty much every day. It's all over my house. It's in my car. It's on my head. Okay, it's not always on my head. But I've been informed by my assistant here when she'll help me with my hair and she'll be fixing the back and combing it out, making sure it looks good and everything. And she's like, she'll scratch my head. She's like, wait a minute. She's like, you know you got silver dust all over your scalp. Yep, I had a great time in the glory this morning with Jesus. So I would not doubt that I'm covered in gold or silver dust. Okay, this is just how it is. And so um, angels are real. We don't worship them, but they do assist the king of kings and it's biblical, okay? And they do manifest. And they do participate with us if we will acknowledge them and we will allow it, okay? So, um, I was dreaming and all the dream was is I was just like literally deep asleep and I just kept dreaming of a new beginning. I just kept seeing the words new beginning like a banner rolling in front of me. And as I was watching it roll in front of me, I just kept feeling the beauty of a new beginning. Like God was just filling me up with it. And then out of nowhere, while I was still dead asleep, um, I just, I got a smell of a smell in my room. Cause this was like, you know, three in the morning, you guys, a smell in my room that's not there. And it was a smell like a big, fresh bouquet of fruit, a fresh fruit, like, but like heavenly, super fruity fruit. I don't even know how to explain it, but like amazing. Okay. And I took a big breath in my dream. I'm like, and I thought I was dreaming. Well, then in my dream, I, the Lord just kept saying new beginnings, new beginnings. I went to breathe again, the big old whiff of the fruit. And it did, it came to me. There's an angel in the room. I'm being visited by an angel. The angel's manifesting. Okay. So with the scent. And so, um, I took another deep breath and I smelt it again. And I was like, I'm smelling it, but I was still in my sleep. I was still dead asleep, but all this was happening in my spirit. Then, um, uh, I was like, I need to smell again because I, in my spirit knew what was happening and it, but my body was trying to figure it out, you guys. And so I went to take another big deep breath and are in my nose to see what was happening. And then all of a sudden I took, I got a big whiff of fresh fruit and then boom, I woke up out of a dead sleep and I was just laying there and I was like, there's an angel here. There's an angel visit. Well, it was probably always angels, but this one was manifesting for a reason and it was in the middle of my dream about new beginnings. And so I woke up, I wrote everything down, um, uh, like at three in the morning and I was like, man, okay, thank you, Jesus. And so when I got up the next morning, I spent time with him. He was like, Liberty, um, you and many others in the body of Christ are in new beginnings. And if you choose wisely, and like I said before, you allow the pruning, you don't choose out of pride, lust, um, or rejection. Okay. Because then you make, you choose wrong things and then later you're going to regret it and kick yourself. Okay. And so 
Um, but if you're choosing what he's chosen for you, that new beginning, what was pruned, the doors that had to be closed, the Lord needs you to understand. And so this is what I felt like he was saying with what he was saying to me. He was like, Liberty, I need you to see what it looks like to me, what it smells like to me. It smells like beautiful, fresh fruit. That's what your new beginning is, beautiful, fresh fruit. And other people need to understand that their new beginning, that is how I see it. That is what it actually looks like, is beautiful, new, fresh fruit. But my people need to understand that the pruning has to happen for that fruit to come. And he said he just literally felt like I want, he wanted me to have the message, but he also said there's many in the body of Christ who don't, don't understand fully what I'm doing. They want the new beginning. They're, they're looking forward to it, but they're not feeling it because you can't see it. All you see is what the doors that were closed. All you see is the people left behind, the wheat and the tares, the pruning, the pain, the suffering, the evil things people said about you or whatever it was. He said, he knows it hurts. He knows it has not been easy, but he needs you to know and he needs you to understand how he sees your new beginning. Beautiful, fresh fruit, you guys. Beautiful, fresh fruit. You are beautiful, heavenly, fresh fruit fruit to him that that angelic scent that manifestation was God saying liberty this this is what's real this is the scent my people have on them is beautiful new fresh fruit they need to not focus on what had to be pruned they're not there is the, the there is no losses Paul says famine or feast whatever is a loss is a gain in Christ he works all things for our good and his glory and so he said, I need my people to understand that, that I am working all things for their good and my glory. And it's a beautiful aroma, a fresh fruit, the new fruit that's going to come because of the pruning and the removal. See, here's the situation. God can't add something usually without taking away something. So like if he has a beautiful, better job for you with better pay, he can't give you that without getting you out of your old job. But you might not leave your old job when it's really a closed door because you're set in your ways and you're in a comfort zone. And so he has to kick you out with his foot. And it does not feel good. Sometimes you can be a part of a ministry God does not want you to be a part of. But he has to let bad things happen to boot you out, to get you to realize you need to go on to do something else. Or he has a new direction or a new ministry or church he wants you to be a part of. And so sometimes it feels like a loss. It feels like slander, pain, suffering, rejection, whatever, gossip. But God needs you to know you're making room for the fresh fruit. And you are a sweet aroma to him. And then, um, like I said, then he gave me another word. I got to get my tea finished before I get to the airport, you guys. Okay. So this is the word. Then he woke me up and I was sitting on the dream. All night long, he woke me up with this statement playing in my spirit. Hark the herald, angels sing, glory to the newborn king. All night long, you guys, I'm gonna get all super up in the glory now. Um, <laughs> she's like, don't wave your hand at me, please, because I gotta drive and you're gonna knock me out. Okay, um, <sighs> I'm not gonna wave my hand around, okay? I have actually done that and it can become a situation. So, um, but I was, this was playing in my spirit all night long. 
And I was just like, oh my gosh, whoa, you know? And I could just feel the beauty. And the Lord had me clue in on the words, hark the herald angels sing glory to the newborn king. Um, join the triumph of the skies, you guys. Join the angels, join their angelic activity. Join what their voices are speaking. They are praising, they are glorifying, they are manifesting. And um, the whole thing just wrecked me and I woke up in the middle of the night and I wrote it down. I write everything down, you guys, anything he speaks. If you value him, you write it down and you pay attention, even if it's just in your phone memo pad, however you do it. But anything he tells me, there's a good reason for it. And so I write it down. And, um, but I was just, I woke up and then I sat with him and I was like, okay, God, I know you have a word or you have a, a prophecy or something. And so I wrote it down and I said, the Lord spoke to me all night long. Hark, the herald angels sing glory to the newborn King. And as I wrote it, this is the word he gave me. And then I knew it went with the dream of the angel manifesting. Join the angels, my people, join them as they proclaim my birth. Woo. Proclaim reconciliation of sinners to me. I came to set the captive free. Proclaim it, my people, proclaim it. Join the choir in the sky. Join the angelic forces um, at work this season, in this season. The angels are celebrating victory over the harvest as we come um, to another Christmas season of celebration. Um, as another Christmas season of celebration comes, Every celebration is not the same. Each year that comes is a step closer to my return. Each season is key to the final days being fulfilled. For my glory and kingdom, join the angels, my people. For this is not a normal Christmas season. Much fruit is being produced and released this Christmas and beyond. New beginnings are upon you all. Rejoice, rejoice my people. The Savior has come. The Savior has come. The Savior has come and has brought the perfect plan for you and the nations. Oh, join the angels, my people. The angels are still singing. Join them and keep singing. The angels are not, the angels are on high alert and have been activated on a greater scale in this season. Join them, acknowledge them, welcome them to work with you to see my will accomplished on the earth. The angels are on assignment. Rejoice, my people, rejoice. I have already won, so rejoice. Woo! <sighs> Lordy. Um, there's a lot in there, you guys. The angels are still singing. Oh, he was born over 2,000 years ago, but they're still singing. They're still glorifying. We still sing. We still glorify. And the Lord is saying, my people, your new beginnings are upon you. Oh, and they're beautiful and fresh smelling. They're a wonderful scent. This is how heaven sees it. He knows there's been pain. He knows there's been pruning. But he needs you to rejoice because the victory has already been won. And he has good reasons why he allows things. He needs you to let him do what he's got to do and trust. And the angels are on high alert. 
they are more active than ever. I've released a couple of, or probably three or four prophecies in the last three to four years of the, the angelic activity, especially over Florida. But it's everywhere, you guys. Um, if you acknowledge them and you welcome them, they will work with you. It's biblical, you guys. Ministering angels. There's all different types. And so whatever it is, that God's doing. So for me, I've had them manifest as fresh smelling roses when I was deep in the glory, sitting with the Lord in my prayer time. Um, gold dust is almost, is on me every day. It is in my house. It's in my car. Um, it's on my stuff. It just gets everywhere. And so, um, the Lord is at work in a major way. He needs you to see him. He needs you to acknowledge that the, the angels are at work, that there's value in partnering with them, activating them, um, allowing them to participate with whatever he's doing. And so you guys, this word just truly blessed me because he wants you to rejoice in your new beginning. He wants you to understand there are high levels of assistance that have been released on assignment that are available. Um, you have Christ, you're never alone, but there's also other help, divine help that he has provided on the earth. And you already know, go back through and look through all the angelic stuff in the Bible, uh, how angels ministered, how angels came to proclaim messages. Um, it's biblical, you guys. And the Lord needs you to trust him. He needs you to trust the new beginning that it is a beautiful, fresh smelling fruit. It is not the ugly that you left behind. It is not the closed doors. It is, it is not that. He allowed it for a reason. There is no losses. Every loss that we see in the flesh is a gain in heaven, is a gain in the glory realms, is a gain for his kingdom and for our spiritual walk. And you need to know he cares about every little thing and he loves us very much. Um, you guys, I have been blessed and honored to be on with you and I hope this word truly blessed you. Hark the herald angels sing glory to the newborn King. Oh God, we join them. We join them. We're going into the parking lot. We join them, Lord. We join the triumph in the skies. You guys, the triumph is still everywhere. It's in the atmosphere. The angels are still singing. The victory's already been won. Everything has been done for you. And you are so loved. Trust the new beginning that the Lord has that's upon you. And believe that you are a fresh smelling, beautiful aroma to the Lord. Amen. And amen. So Lord, I just pray over every person. Right now I'm going to activate angels. Okay. Lord, I activate angels to be at work in every person's life at the sound of my voice. I declare angelic manif manifestations. I declare, uh, I'm not going to say what they're going to be, Lord. You do what you want to do. But I declare that your angels are going to begin to work with your people. They're going to they're gonna show themselves, Lord. And God, we say we will acknowledge them. We, we want their help. We will sing with them. We will join with them in the triumph of the skies. And the song that's being sung over the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords that came to the earth and was born and died for us. And so God, we join them. We join them with joy 
with gladness and knowing and believing that we are fresh fruit and we are a sweet aroma to you. And we thank you, God, for the angelic assistance that you're going to send us. We thank you that you're watching over us. We thank you that you're helping us lest we dash our foot against a stone. Amen and amen. Okay, you guys, I'm going to go. Woo! Um, I love you. I am headed to Arizona right now, and we are about to park and get out. So be blessed, you guys. I hope to see you here for this um, Arizona conference. Um, if you can come to the Prophetic Fire Conference, it's going to be amazing. It's going to be prophecy, releasing a prophecy, fire, healing, deliverance, whatever God wants to do. Amen. We want to see you there. And um, just be blessed, everybody, and have an amazing, amazing weekend. In Jesus' name, amen.